The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Oh my goodness, I'm already crying because I cry easily and I'm happy crying today. Welcome moms and dads and kids and pets, dogs, cats. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we encourage moms because sometimes the world forgets to. We focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world. Oh my goodness. Yay, yay, Big name in the house today, Ainsley Earhart. She would probably say her most important uh, name is mom or child of God, one of the two. But she has one phrase for us to say to our children to celebrate their unique design that can change everything. It's a beautiful phrase. It's a great lesson for any mom out there that just needs something as a pick-me-up for your motherhood and your kids today. As I said, popular TV anchor Ainsley Earhart, who is one of the hosts on Fox and Friends, she's with Channel Mom today to share her special message for children. Coming up in just one minute on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.org. Do you know someone feeling scared as they face an unintended pregnancy? For 40 years, the Compassionate Care Team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice, letting them know they're not alone. We offer advocacy, resources, and mentoring to bring them beyond their fearful situation to a hopeful path forward. Your generous support of Alternatives helps change lives with a one-time donation or monthly sponsorship, providing counseling, medical care, and education. Give today at youhavealternatives.org. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back to the show. Please remember to visit youhavealternatives.org and give to them if your heart is moved to do so. Uh, I also want to give a little shout out to our moms across the country in Salem, Oregon, also Oklahoma, Texas, Omaha, and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, Idaho, and of course, our longtime listeners here in Denver. And also, welcome to our podcast listeners. So grateful to have you guys on board. Please tell people to find us wherever they get their favorite podcast. I should have had you line up applause, Jim, because <laughs> if you can find it, you, yay, there it is. Ainsley Earhart, you, yes, you, you probably know her as the co-host on the popular Fox and Friends morning show. But uh, she's also been the author of four New York Times bestsellers, including three number one children's picture books. Um, and she hosts a Bible study with Fox Nation, and it has over one million followers on her social media 
platforms. So she has a voice. And her new book that we're going to talk about today is called I'm So Glad. I'm I'm sorry. I'm So Glad You Were Born. Celebrating Who You Are, which has also received a number one status on the New York Times bestseller list. Ainsley is also the mother of a sweet daughter, Hayden, who is the inspiration behind Ainsley's books. Welcome to Channel Mom, Ainsley. Thank you so much, Jenny. It's wonderful to be here. I appreciate the invitation. Oh, thank you. All right. So I like to do a little thing called a show setup soundbite. And I want, as we talk about the message of your book, I'm so glad you were born today. I want people to understand your, I mean, you're on TV, you're well known, although you're quick to say it's not about my celebrity. And and, and you're quick to point Mm -hmm. to the things that matter more, um, like Mm -hmm. the God of the universe and like being a mom. So I do appreciate that about you. But um, I I was scouring some of your videos just to kind of get a handle on who you are and your personality. And I came across a beautiful little soundbite that showed a picture of you in the hospital the day your precious girl was born. Mm-hmm. And, and here is how you summed it up, how important motherhood is to you. Oh, other than becoming Christian, that weekend when she was born, she was born on a Friday, was the best weekend of my life. <laughs> and, and that's it, right? Oh. How did being a mom change your life? In every way. Oh, gosh. Uh, it was just an answer to prayer. I wanted a baby so badly and would walk around New York City and see moms pushing their strollers or moms that were pregnant. And I wasn't envious. I was happy for them, Mm -hmm. but just kept praying out to Jesus. God, give me a baby. Please give me a baby. I want to be a mama so badly. And then we got pregnant and unfortunately we lost that baby. I say unfortunately, but I don't believe in coincidences. I know that God had a plan and I'll see that little girl in heaven because three months after that DNC in December, I got pregnant with Hayden and found out that next March. So if I obviously were pregnant with that first baby, I would not have Hayden. Mm -hmm. And this is the baby that God intended me to have. And I know when I go to heaven, I'll be a mother of two and, um, you know, it'll be beautiful. So, um, and she's just perfect for me. And, um, she has such a cute personality. And that weekend in the hospital, I had a I had to have a C-section, and she was born at 39 weeks instead of 40, because mm-hmm. that's standard for a C-section, because she was breech. And um, at first, when I heard that news, I was disappointed because I wanted to have a natural birth, I mean, mm-hmm. with anesthesia. I, you know, I the, <laughs> one of those that, like, <laughs> takes on the pain. But um, I'm grateful for my doctors. But... Um, So that didn't happen, and we had the C-section, which actually turned out to be a wonderful experience because my whole family, we decided the date. We knew my doctor was going to deliver her. We, um, I went in. I had the spinal tap, delivered the baby. It was easy. It was fun. It was wonderful, and we spent the next two or three nights in the hospital, and my whole family was with me. It was just a great weekend. We you, were all smiles and yeah, and yeah, the baby, it, it no pain. You, yeah, you could tell your baby came out the C-section way because she was perfect looking. Um, <laughs> as somebody you. as somebody who delivered both right. babies naturally, actually, you've got a beautiful story, Ainsley. And I am one of those crazy people who said I want to do this without drugs. So with were my first, really? yes, Good for you. So my first child, Otis, um, he was born naturally, and I'd been in two days of labor, and then he was in crisis. What? They 
had to call it code yellow because he had meconium. <laughs> anyway, mine was not uh-huh. nearly as organized as yours was. And I'm so glad you got that kind of peaceful joy of just letting it all happen very easily. I'm, I'm happy. Well, for you. you know, I mean, no matter what a mom is going through, is listening to this. It does, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You know, here I am seven years in. Yeah. And I would have been grateful either way, just like you're grateful. We have these healthy, beautiful children Amen. now. But so don't let that discourage you if you have a breech baby or if you have to have a C-section, you don't want that or whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, you're holding a baby and you're a mama and um, may the grace of God and God be with you while you yeah. go through that experience so that yeah. everything works out perfectly. And, and and you don't even need to apologize because your basic message is hope. And and I, I love right. that you did share your miscarriage. We have very similar miscarriage stories because I lost a baby in August and then got pregnant with my Georgia Grace in December. Oh, I love that name. Yeah, and so I know baby? I have a baby, yeah. and, and I believe she's a baby girl in heaven. So you and I get to be reunited uh-huh. with those babies. But I would not know my Georgia Grace if my other baby wasn't in heaven. So I That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so true. All right. So, mm-hmm. I something a little side note. Your book, I'm so glad you were born, celebrating who you are, was released on my son's birthday. So I was oh, kind of <laughs> September. Yeah, September 27th. So I thought, well, that's yes. cool. It's meant to be that I'm interviewing her. Okay, so oh, let I love that. Yes, let's get into the message of the book. First of all, we'll we'll just shamelessly pitch it as a Christmas present because it is beautiful. The illustrations are beautiful. It's got sort of shiny, glittery um, covers, and, and the cover is shiny, glittery, and it's just it's just beautifully illustrated. So the book is "I'm So Glad You Were Born: Celebrating Who You Are" by Ainsley Earhart, and the message is even more beautiful. So I want you to talk about the urgency of this message, uh, the reason that you decided to share this message, which I know has something to do with your mama, who you just lost not long ago. So why don't you talk Mm -hmm. about how you were inspired, both, you know, by by your mama and now by your daughter, to write this particular message to children and to mothers? Sure. So my, my mom used to say to us on our birthdays, I'm so glad you were born. And it's, it's a phrase you'll hear more probably in the South, but it's pretty rare. And it's just a, a more unique way and more, I think, meaningful way. It's not a cliche to say happy birthday. Yeah. And so it, because it startles people. If you haven't heard that phrase before, people will look at you and say, oh, well, and then they'll kind of laugh and say, well, thanks. Yeah, I'm glad I was born, too. But I was anchoring Fox and Friends, and it was the first birthday we celebrated when I received the job at Fox and Friends. So I'm anchoring with my co-anchors, Brian and Steve, and it was Steve's birthday. And I said, I'm so glad you were born. And we actually recently pulled up the clip and we all laughed Mm -hmm. because Steve just looked at me and Brian looked at me and did this cackle. He goes, ah, he does this cackle and kind of like, you know, hit my shoulder gently and laughed. And so I said, well, I'm serious. I am so glad you were born. Think about it. This is your birthday. Think about all the people you wake up in America on Fox and Friends every morning. Think about all the lives you've left, the three children you have, you mm-hmm. know, and now he's having grandchildren. So I said, your life is a big deal. This is your birthday. And even as we get older and we say we don't want to celebrate our birthdays, you've made a big impact. So I'm grateful. Yeah. So um, his wife wrote him in the middle of a show years later and said, Ainsley's next children children's book needs to be called I'm So Glad You Were Born. And I said, that is a great idea. So I pitched it to a publisher. They didn't really like it. So I pitched it to another publisher who happens to be HarperCollins. And that's a a Fox News, Fox, well, News Corporation is the parent company. And they loved it. And so the Christian publishing imprint within HarperCollins is called Zonder Kids. And they said, we love it. And it turned out to be, I mean, just praise be to Jesus and God. 
it's done well. And then um, it's been on the New York Times. It was on the bestseller list for seven weeks in a row, number one for five weeks. And I'm, I don't, that is not, not boasting about me. I'm just saying, thank you, God. It's amazing to me that this girl from South Carolina who didn't come for much, you know, is now working at the national level and writing books that resonate with people. And it's my mom's message. And then my mom just passed away right mm-hmm. after the book went on the market. She, the book went on the market on September 27th and she died on October 22nd. So um, she experienced almost a month of the joy of being number one for all those weeks. And um, her little body just couldn't hold on. She had a stroke five years ago, but her voice, she was a school teacher, Jenny, and she taught little ones and she loved to talk. She was that Southern woman that had a cute Southern accent. That was that old Southern accent. It wasn't twangy. It was that old Charleston accent. that's like, my grandmother would say, Ainsley, change your, change your brother's diaper. And so my mom had that accent. It was just that slow. She, my, my name had many syllables. It was Ainsley. Yeah. And, um, that's my grandma. And I'm named after my, yeah, right. And I'm named after her uncle, my great uncle, Uncle Ainsley. Okay. And so, um, mom was just such a sweet thing. And she taught children for 33 years, little ones, and taught them how to read. And so now, and then after the stroke and aphasia, she lost her voice. Yeah. She couldn't talk to us. We would kind of finish her sentences for us. She would try to speak. We knew her so well. So we, we knew what she was trying to say most of the time. And we'd ask her, and if, if she if she finally, if that's what she was trying to say, she'd say, yes, like yeah. that. She could say yes. Yes. I saw the piece. I saw the piece of you in the hospital or in the, the kind of um, physical therapy and things like that with her after she oh, went through it. Yeah, because right, I, I watched right. that piece. And it was yeah. clear you have a very yeah. close relationship. I think your sister, too, right? Yeah. With, with, with her. And, you know, through all of that, as, as hard as it was and stressful as it was and you know, we have a, we have strong personalities in our family and we would clash, but we were very, we're very close, but it's, it's hard. It's hard when, um, you're going home every weekend and dad's been there Monday through Friday and he's still there on the weekend and we're trying to do her insulin and take her to dialysis and, you know, change her and put her in the shower. And that's not anything. My mother was so modest and such a Southern, beautiful lady. We had, that was never, you know, she closed the door when she was getting dressed. That was, she's old school Southern lady. Yeah. And so, um, we went through all of that and five years of that. And then we finally were able to hire some nurses that would help us out so that, you know, dad didn't go downhill because of it. But dad, dad and mom were married for 50 years and he's having a hard time with it. And at Thanksgiving, we all just broke down around, around the dinner table. It's hard going around the table. It's hard because mothers are important. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I want to get to the the message of the book and why moms Mm -hmm. need to hear this phrase and why they need to speak this phrase into their child's life. I I, I decided to have you on the show because I thought I do, I did a blessing for my children every night and, and it was a time where I could regroup no matter what happened during the day and speak a blessing over them, remind them what they were made for, remind them of their importance of their purpose and things like that. And so I thought Ainsley is speaking to this, that every mom. How did that, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but how did that resonate with them later on in life? My son, my son would still, he's 24 and I still get down on my knees next to his bed (laughs) and and we'll say his blessing when he's at home. Um, and he used to yell for me from, I'd be downstairs. He'd be upstairs. He'd say, mom, are you going to say my blessing? He'd be like 18. 
So clearly, and my daughter too, she waits for it. And she just now she texted me and said, mom, I need you to pray for me. So obviously it made an impact. And, and this so is give what, an example. What do I do? I'm going to start this with Hayden. Oh, <laughs> just say whatever the blessing is that day. Okay. Here's what I do. I first, I I've studied my ch- children's character and as you've probably studied Hayden right. and I'm going with God, what God has shown me about them. He showed me that Georgia is to be a light and potentially on stage. We'll see. It's up to God. And Otis mm-hmm. is to be um, a servant leader. So I would every night I would be repeat that Lord we thank you that you've called Otis to be a servant leader and then I would usually try to bring a scripture into it so a scripture about David or a scripture about the plans he has to pr- to prosper us and not to harm us so I would try to say some, speak something over their purpose I would try to speak a scripture so that they could begin to know scripture and I would try to uh, speak Thanksgiving over who they are and how much I love them so it was just it's just a, a small prayer sometimes they would go on I mean I would sometimes I'd take 10 minutes I'd be crying and everything else but but yeah it's a blessing you say every night and it it's like the blessing that what who Jacob somebody spoke over was it Jacob Isaac I'm trying to think who spoke Isaac spoke mm-hmm. over Jacob mm-hmm. it's a thing we're supposed to do I just happened to you know commandeer it and say I'm gonna do it every night um so Love yeah that. I I recommend thank you that you want to do this <laughs> of course um, Tim Tebow says that his mom always told his, him when he was going to school make a difference in someone's life today so I started doing that after interviewing him and I interviewed him this morning on Fox and Friends and I said do you know I do this with Hayden every day I pick her up from school and I say how did you bless someone's life today and she'll tell me she helped someone on the playground she included a girl that wasn't included something like that so I'm going to start this too amen that's so great all right so here's the thing I think with all that's going on in our world and and I you you and I were talking before we came on that I'm about to post a blog and the title is is America anti-motherhood and I think mm-hmm. so much of our political fights and our debates um, end up bringing up this background language that demeans and diminishes the role of motherhood we, we call it more of a burden than a blessing in many circles not all circles but many circles mm-hmm. and so I look at your book and I look at the message of your book and I think this brings us back to the sacredness of life the sacredness of our children the importance importance of motherhood and the importance of speaking a blessing over their lives. So saying I'm so glad you were born is something that we can all say to our kids as often as we'd like and and perhaps follow it up with a birth story. I had a page marked. I want to read it. And then I want you to tell moms out there why you think it's important to speak this message into their child's life. Okay. All right. Here's a little excerpt. I'm, I'm glad you were born and I want you to know you spread rays of sunshine wherever you go. I love how you whirl and twirl through your day with dance parties, concerts, and kitchen ballets. That was my daughter too, by the way. Um, So I I love the wording. I love the illustrations. Tell mamas why it's important to repeat this phrase over their child's life. I think just to remind them that they have a purpose and a plan and in the profession that we're both in, Jenny, and you were a news anchor and now you're in radio or podcasts and I'm in television too, we constantly hear all the statistics of people that have gone to war and they come back and the suicide rate. We are talking now about kids after they've gone through COVID and suicide. And I don't want to be a downer on this because it it breaks your heart. And as a mama, I could not imagine this life without my daughter. Um, She's such a gift from the Lord and, um, Gosh, she is such a blessing. She fills up my heart. And so I, I can't imagine what those parents are going through. We're reporting now on the, the kids in, uh, in Idaho that are college kids and what's happening and, you know, yeah. how they were they were murdered while they're sleeping. It's just so much destruction and death and breakage of family and divorce is hard. I've been through a divorce, and I'm not yeah. proud of that as a Christian, but that is wreckage, and it's um, 
it breaks up a family and it's it's so hard. We have so much negativity that I think this positive message and the reason the book has been successful is that we're we're grasping for this. Our nation yes, wants this. And it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican. I think we all as parents can unite together and agree that our children are special and that they need to hear this message. And after I wrote it and it was published, I started to really have a heart for all the children that might read this that never hear this message at home, not not only because some of them are from from environments that are not ideal or it's because they have a mama who loves them so much and daddy might not be around and she's working three jobs to Mm -hmm. put food on the table for her child and she doesn't have time she is she's run out of gas and when she gets home the kids are asleep and they never hear this message so i just want the children to know that you do have a purpose and you're going to go through hard times but do not give up and know that god has good things in store for you in store for you plans not to harm you not to hurt you and um, just like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, as you were talking about with, with your son, and, and give you a future. And look, we've all gone through ups and downs in our lives. My miscarriage, my divorce, not getting a job that I wanted, that I thought at the time was like the worst thing that had ever happened to me. In seventh grade, you know, I, I felt left out. I felt like the, the boys loved the girls that were developed and the girls that were more mature. And mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was, I fit in. And that's middle school, and middle school's hard for, for children, and, and your parents might tell you you're not going through anything. You don't have bills. You don't have jobs, and but you're still stressed. I mean, I remember graduating from college, and everyone says, what are you going to do with your life? And you're stressed. Yeah. No matter what your age, there is appropriate, age-appropriate stress for that stage. And so I want this message to be taught to children at an early age so that they will have this and it will resonate with them when they are going through a hard time in seventh grade or in high school when the girls are mean or after college when they're looking for a job or whatever it might be or when your parent dies. Um, you just If you don't have this faith, you can't get through life. And I think the book just reminds us that God created you for a purpose. And go out there and find your purpose. God made you special. You're unique. I mean, look at your fingerprint. There's not one person in the entire world, billions of people, that have your exact same fingerprint. That That, is God. And that's, yeah, that's the sacredness. That's the sacred nature of life. Mm -hmm. And we've forgotten about that. So I love the message of your book. We're talking to Ainsley Earhart. She is known as the co-host on Fox and Friends. And uh, I I already love her. I wish I lived close to her and we could be friends. Um, The book is... We will be, Jenny. (laughs) Even when you come to visit New York, come visit me. Amen. Okay, so the book is I'm So Glad You Were Born, Celebrating Who You Are. We only have about three minutes left. So I want to do two things. I want to tell people how to find it for a Christmas present or whatever. And and secondly, I I don't usually ask the questions on the press release, but I'm going to ask you this one. What is some something that someone taught you that is profound when it comes to our parenting? Moms need to remind themselves that they're having a profound impact with their kiddos. Mm -hmm. I think the Bible teaches us the greatest of these is love. So Mm -hmm. when you don't know how to parent, just love them. There are days when I probably spoil my daughter too much. I have one child. It's just the two of us. Uh, I let her sleep with me at night most nights because I love her snuggling with me. We, and did, I know, <laughs> we did the same thing. I know thing. these days are fleeting, yeah, and yeah. everyone tells me it's the wrong thing to do. You talk to any expert, walk her into her bedroom, put her in bed. She gets back out, walk her back in. I'm like, do you know what time I get up? I yeah. get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I do not have time to do this. She's in bed with me. We go to sleep together. We say our prayers. We read our three books. She reads one to me. I read a Jesus book to her. We pray together. We sing together. All the songs that my parents sang to us, and Jesus loves me, and 
all the all the beautiful songs that we learned in vacation Bible school. This is our tradition and our thing. So um, I think I want people to know what if you don't know what to do, just love. Try to let your house be an oasis and um, no yelling. Try not to do any of that. Just try to speak to them with love. And yeah. if you need to take a day, a, you know, a pause, do that. But just remember, they're going to they're going to always remember this. Yeah. You want amen. Them to come home. You want them to want to come home and you can discipline with love. You can put them in time out and tell them why you're doing it and tell them it hurts you worse than it hurts them like our parents did. But um, but they do. But they do know, need I, they do need that loving discipline. Sorry that I'm cutting you off. I want to make sure they we get need, it. They do. I they need the sh- discipline, but a loving way. Yeah. Not, you know, I don't know. I just I have great parents, but I grew up with, you know, they were they, they were tough, really <laughs> tough. And so um, disciplinarians well, and, and they worked constantly. Yes. So it wasn't yeah, always. Because they were trying to take care of you. you know, I, so to mm-hmm. Ainsley, and now listen, yeah. I don't want to be Pollyannish. I know my kid's going to come home one day and shut herself in her room. My daughter's seven right now, yeah. so it's a little easier for me. Uh, yeah. Well, tell people because we've got only literally sixty seconds left. Tell people how okay. to find the book um, and to find you. Okay. I'm so glad you were born. Okay. Where, where do they find it, Ainsley? So I'm so glad you were born is on any you know it's any website that you go to to buy books. It's in your local bookstore. If you want a signed copy, you can go to Ainsley Book dot com and um my friend who lives in nashville has coordinated all of that he sends all the books to me i sign them and then i'll send them to you great and um yeah and tonight um i'm gonna have a instagram live at five from five to five thirty if y'all want to watch with your little ones Um, my daughter and i are going to be reading a bedtime story to everyone okay good i'm gonna look that up ainsley five o'clock east coast time east coast time uh five o'clock east coast time and that's at a Earhart. At A. Earhart. All right. God bless you, my new friend. God bless you. And we'll be, yes, and bless the book. Thank you. All right. Thanks for being on Channel 1. And your podcast, too, and your precious children. Okay. Thank you, sweetie. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Ainsley Earhart. Okay. Bye-bye. This is the time on the show that I thank you for all that you do as a mom. I know it's hard, but you're raising the next generation. God bless you for it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Channel Mom today. Christmas is coming. Merry Christmas, you guys. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.